It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The New York Jets just secured a key player and a spot on Hard Knocks. Is this all going to actually pay off in a postseason run? Also, could the Brooklyn Nets get Damian Lillard? And the San Francisco Giants should be ready to trade for Shohei Otani. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Ever since Aaron Rodgers arrived in the city that never sleeps, every little thing about the New York Jets has been a story. Now, it'll be must-see TV. It's going to be featured this year on HBO's Hard Knocks. One story we won't have to track on Hard Knocks is the Quinton Williams contract situation. He signs a four-year, $96 million deal, making him the highest-paid interior defender ever. John Butchko from Locked on Jets joins me now. And, and John, let's start with the Quinton Williams part of this. Um, it, it seemed like this was going to happen, but then it didn't and it didn't and it didn't. And there was some concern that it would spill into training camp. What do you, what do you see with this deal for the Jets? I'm relieved, uh, Peter, I was expecting it to happen, but part of me was wondering what's going on here. And this is an ongoing story with the Jets, uh, ever since Woody Johnson bought the team back in 2000, when they've had a high profile player who's up for an extension, it always feels like things have gotten acrimonious. And sometimes <laughs> it's led to a trade like Jamal Adams or Darrell Revis in 2013. Even when they've re-signed guys, though, it's gotten more contentious than it needed to be. So relief and happiness that maybe the Jets are finally starting to figure this thing out. That, you know, if you have a great young player, you keep him. You give him a new contract. So I, I, I'm happy the Jets brought Quinn and Williams back. He was... I thought the best player on the team last year really blossomed into uh, in his fourth season. Just when they drafted him third overall back in 2019, they were hoping he'd be a star. His first three years, there were flashes. He was a good player. Last year, he became a great player. And I, I think, you know, you could quibble about, you know, did the Jets maybe give him a million or two too much? Look, you keep great players. And I think the Jets kept a great player with this move. Yeah, as someone who watched him firsthand destroy the team that he covers, I mean, he was a one-man wrecking crew against Green Bay. And speaking of Green Bay, John, um, luckily, the Jets' history of annoying their superstars will definitely not bite them in a butt when it comes to their newly acquired quarterback because he has never had issues with management before in his previous stops. I think everyone is fascinated to see this Jets team on hard knocks. They were the no-doubt choice. But what are you looking forward to seeing the most, understanding that there are plenty of storylines to be picking from here? Oh, can I give myself a little plug here, Peter? Sure. Actually, on yesterday's episode of Locked On Jets, I went on, I went about this in depth. Um, but I'll give you a little little uh little summary of what of what I said. Uh obviously the quarterback. 
now number eight Aaron Rodgers. He actually Joe I'm, Namath. I'm still not used to it, John. I, I really am not. Let me, it's let me weird. Tell you something. Joe Namath number twelve was retired by the Jets. It was Joe Namath's number. Joe Namath said Aaron Rodgers could have number twelve, and Rodgers said no, no, I want to have number eight out of respect for Joe Namath. But I mean, it's the obvious storyline it's aaron Rodgers coming in uh you know around the team and look it's the honeymoon period you're expecting them to say things like this but a lot of buzz about how aaron Rodgers has changed everything about how you know aaron Rodgers is holding people to a new standard there you know the, how the jets haven't had a leader like this in the locker room now we'll see how things go during the season of course but i just think it's fascinating the the jolt of lightning aaron Rodgers has been for this organization you know there's an excitement around this team that really hasn't been here since 2010 the last time the jets had hard knocks in Rex Ryan's second season. So I think that's a fascinating story. Um, I think the story with Zach Wilson's kind of interesting where, you know, he was kind of the anointed quarterback of this team sure. the second overall back in 2021, just two years ago. And now he's kind of been tossed aside and, you know, the jets say we haven't given up on Zach Wilson. Well, I mean, they benched him after a year and a half and traded for one of the biggest stars at his position in the league. I mean, but they, he still does have an opportunity to rebound. I'm not sure he's necessarily the jets future at this point. I think, I'd equate him to more developmental guy. A lot of teams have somebody they drafted maybe late day two or day three, and they say, you know, we're not expecting this to work, but we'll give him some practice ref. Maybe he comes along. It's difficult to view Zach Wilson in this light because he was the number two overall pick and he's started the last two years, but kind of interesting to see how Zach Wilson responds to this. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers was Zach Wilson's favorite player as he was growing up. So he's going to get a chance to learn from a guy he idolized. Stay up to date all year on the New York Jets by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Jets on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, what are the chances Damian Lillard lands in Brooklyn instead of Miami? Before we answer that, the University of Georgia and a former top player are being sued. The summer heat has settled in. You want a pair of shorts that impress while feeling great. That's where bird dogs comes in. Bird Dogs makes you look good. They're stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. I know I could use a little help with the thigh sculpting there. They fit like a dream. Bird Dogs invented cloud knit fabric that look like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They also use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric. Say that 10 times fast. That keeps you cool and dry all day long. You can seriously go from the couch to the golf course to a night out all with the same pair of bird dogs on. And then maybe even wear them the next day. These are the most comfortable pair of shorts I have ever owned. And I have half a dozen bird dogs in my closet right now. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter promo code locked on for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on or promo code locked on. For a free Yeti-style tumbler, you will not want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. 
Former Georgia and current Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle Jalen Carter is being sued by a victim of the crash he was part of last year. Victoria Bowles, who survived the fatal car wreck that killed a University of Georgia football player and recruiting staffer on January 15th, has filed a lawsuit against the UGA Athletic Association and Carter. Police accused Carter of racing the SUV that was driven by the recruiting staffer when the wreck occurred. The lawsuit accuses the UGA Athletic Association of negligence and contradicts public statements by Bulldogs football coach Kirby Smart and other officials who have claimed that recruiting staffer Chandler LaCroix shouldn't have been driving the least SUV when it left the road and struck trees and utility poles. The lawsuit also alleges that the Athletic Association was negligent in allowing LaCroix to drive during duties. Bulls lawyer contend that athletic officials were aware that LaCroix had at least four speeding tickets, which included two super speeder violations under Georgia law. The ACC will have a new home on your television set this fall. They will begin airing football and basketball events on, get this, the CW Network. The CW has secured the right to 50 ACC games beginning September 9th with Pitt football game against Cincinnati. 13 ACC football games will air Saturdays on the CW, which will broadcast 28 ACC men's and women's basketball games throughout December, January, and February. The ACC will have men's basketball doubleheaders on the CW every Saturday and women's basketball doubleheaders Sunday afternoon. The CW has not aired college sports events, but is the exclusive home for Live Golf. So you can get your college basketball in the ACC right after your One Tree Hill rerun. Speaking of golf, the PGA Tour and Saudi Arabia's public investment fund have agreed to remove a non-solicitation clause from their framework agreement that prevented tours from recruiting and poaching each other's players. The move comes after both parties were under pressure from U.S. Department of Justice antitrust regulators. The PGA Tour said in a statement, while we believe the language is lawful, we also consider it unnecessary in the spirit of cooperation and because all parties are negotiating in good faith. PGA Tour Chief Operating Officer Ron Price told U.S. Senators during a subcommittee hearing on Tuesday, that the PIF was prepared to invest more than $1 billion into the joint commercial venture. Pat Fitzgerald was just the beginning at Northwestern. Northwestern fired baseball coach Jim Foster on Thursday. Foster's dismissal came after allegations of bullying and a toxic environment within the program. Athletic Director Derek Craig said in a statement, this is an ongoing situation and many factors were considered before reaching this resolution. Thanks, as always, for being clear about it. Foster has been investigated by the university's Human Resources Department before the season. The probe found evidence that Foster engaged in bullying and abusive behavior, according to documents obtained by the Chicago Tribune, and made inappropriate comments about a female staff member. Here is another story you need to know. The Portland Trailblazers had said they were going to cast a wide net on the Damian Lillard trade discussions. That net really might be only uh, Miami to Brooklyn because these are the only teams that really seem like they're in the mix. Although apparently there's some burbles. Don't count out Boston, Utah, trying to do some Utah stuff. But Damian Lillard has at least said he would be willing to go play with Mikhail Bridges, who happens to play in Brooklyn. Joining me now from Locked on Nets, Adam Armbrecht. And Adam, um, let's do some some reckless speculation on this. We, we assume... Um, that Miami is the leader in the clubhouse here. What would it take, do you think, for Brooklyn to actually get involved here? 
it seems pretty hard for them, even if the the opportunity of putting Damian Lillard with Mikhail Bridges would be great. Probably the hardest part is that Portland would say, we'll take Mikhail Bridges for Damian Lillard, right? And and the Nets, unlike other teams, whether now Miami, they don't necessarily have young talent. They have some draft capital. There does seem to be this push about where Damian Lillard wants to go and ultimately will refuse to go anywhere else. I just don't think that the Nets, short of putting together all of the draft capital that they got back for Kevin Durant, for Kyrie Irving, I don't think they're gonna, they would ever be able to accomplish this trade, getting Damian Lillard and not giving up some of those pieces of Mikhail Bridges, a Cam Johnson, et cetera. So at that point, you're asking the question, does acquiring Dame Lillard make the Brooklyn Nets a championship contender? I don't think so. I think it makes them a conference finals contender potentially. And you got to remember, you're going to shed a lot of players to make room for that cap number as well. So you're going to be a depleted roster that still has a lot of holes on it potentially. And I, it just be absolutely shocking if Sean Marks and the Brooklyn Nets jumped right back into the superstar waters, fresh <laughs> off a very difficult experience coming out of Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and even uh, James Harden to a lesser extent. One of the early versions of the Heat trade that, that has been thrown out there and, and has persisted is a three-team deal that would send Tyler Hero to the Nets, and the Nets would send stuff to Portland. Some stuff. Why, why would draft picks primarily, because Miami does not have anything that desirable to trade. So why, if you're Brooklyn, would you facilitate a trade like this? Yeah, and this becomes interesting as far as what does it cost, right? If the idea is that Miami needs to clear cap room in the form of Robinson, the form of Tyler Hero, in order to take on Damian Lillard. Okay. Maybe we get to get a, a young player under control, 23 years old, that actually does fit a very big need for the Brooklyn Nets. They need an on-ball creator, someone you can put in the backcourt and take some of that pressure away from a Spencer Dinwiddie. So functionally, a player like Tyler Hero makes a lot of sense. And if you can get him at a far lower cost than if you were just making a one-to-one -one trade with Miami under normal circumstances, I think that it can make a lot of sense. The problem here is what it takes to fit that $27 million cap figure without getting into the tax. Because I strongly believe the Brooklyn Nets do not want to live in those waters when we're not talking about pursuing a championship. So functionality, it makes sense. Practically, I don't know if the Nets can get here. And it's kind of this, this trickle-down effect. No Damian Lillard, maybe on the fringe is a Tyler Hero. Okay, here's another roadblock. And to clarify that, the Nets right now have just under $10 million of cap space below the tax threshold. If they were to bring in a Tyler Hero, it means one of two options. Sending out Spencer Dinwiddie, which the Brooklyn Nets seemingly have even been rumored to want to do an extension with him as a veteran, a familiar name to Brooklyn, and a guy they genuinely like. So I don't know he's going out at $20 million. The next options are Dorian Finney-Smith at north of 13, and then Royce O'Neal at almost $10 million. Now you're taking away two front court players for your team that needs viable options. So it's just the mechanics of this all scream of a team that would have to do a lot more juggling than I think they want to, to bring in what could be a valuable player and a piece that helps them going forward. How much, if at all, does the, the opportunity to wait on this impact, do you think, the appetite in Brooklyn? Because, you know, Cam Johnson signs the extension, you have to wait to deal him. Well, if we're sitting here in September and no deal is done, maybe that becomes a more palatable solution if you're mm. Brooklyn. So how do you think the timeline impacts their willingness to either facilitate or be a part of direct trade negotiations? Yeah, I think the patience factor is there because we talked about this uh, going back to draft night. We thought that maybe Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal could be discussed there. 
Sean Mark set an incredibly high price tag, which maybe indicated he didn't really want to part ways with them. So patience has been a big factor, I think, for the Nets. They don't need to make this move. They don't need to help Miami facilitate this trade <laughs> to get somebody in conference, right? Like to help Miami get stronger, fresh off a of finals appearance. There, there's no impetus for the Nets to need to get into these waters. So I think they can sit back and basically say, we're not giving up a lot of draft capital in this. We will take on the Tyler Hero contract, but we're not giving multiple number ones to Portland. Miami, that's your problem. You figure that out. Stay up to date all year on the Brooklyn Nets by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Nets on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the San Francisco Giants should do what they need to do to get Shohei Otani this trade deadline. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the point total to who you think is going to hit the first home run. The odds to be the regular season home run king favors Shohei Otani. FanDuel has Otani with odds at minus 125 to lead everyone in dingers this year. The Braves' Matt Olson is next in line at plus 210. And the Mets' Pete Alonso is the only other player with better than 10 to 1 odds, checking in at 8 to 1. Of course, you can also combine multiple prop bets in a single game for a better payout with FanDuel's same-game parlays, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 back in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Shohei Otani is basically two players rolled into one. He's an ace pitcher and middle-of-the-order hitter. Naturally, any team trying to trade for him will have to do quite the convincing for the Angels to agree to a deal. Locked on Giants host Ben Kaspik believes that San Francisco should do what it takes. If Otani's available, I think I think it is worth giving up some talent because not just do you, not only do you get that impact for the rest of the season and a playoff run, and it's the most impact of anybody in baseball right now, but you also have maybe it it, it legitimately increases your chances of re-signing the guy if you have success together and he experiences your organization and likes it. The problem with these kinds of superstar deals is always twofold. The first is this player, if you're going to give up the farm and these teams are going to have to give up the farm, you have to be made a true blue contender or preferably the favorite if you get Shohei Otani. And the second is because of his contract situation, you need to believe, nay, you need to know or at least come dang close to knowing that if you make this trade, he will want to play 
in your city for your franchise. And that is made all the more complicated by the original Otani recruitment and his background because he clearly doesn't want to just play anywhere. Most players, by the way, don't. And Otani is good enough to be able to dictate those terms and has the leverage given his contract situation. So if you are a team that has the money to give him Texas with a dollar sign and he makes you the favorites in your league, you make this deal. San Francisco is one of those teams. There was some reporting late last night that the Yankees are going to be one of those teams. They make sense in this same way. Otani would make them, if not the favorite, one of the favorites to win the World Series. And they actually have the cash to re-sign him. Is New York a desired market? We don't quite know that at this point. But at least it's New York. This is not like trying to convince him to go to Cincinnati or, you know, the old Montreal. That's not what this is. You have to be able to know those two things can be satisfied. And that closes down the market for Otani, which makes it tough for the Angels to say, we're going to get a great package because what is the competition going to be like? He only makes sense for a handful of teams, but those handful of teams may go whole hog trying to get him. And finally, LeBron James openly pondered retirement after the Lakers' playoff sweep at the hands of the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. But he will become the sixth player in NBA history to play in his 21st season or beyond, joining Dirk Nowitzki, Kevin Garnett, Robert Parrish, Kevin Willis, and Vince Carter, who has the record with 22. After getting the SB for best record-breaking performance, becoming the NBA's all-time scoring leader, James said, the real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. We are, in fact, lucky we get to see LeBron James play another season. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up Monday, which team is most likely to convince the Angels to trade Shohei Otani? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.